ever wondered who and what is shaping Luxembourg? This is your Lux Unplugged podcast with your hosts, Adrian and Thierry. Hi, I'm Thierry and welcome to another episode of the Lux Unplugged podcast. On this episode, I'm speaking to Pierre Tyne, director at the Hein Group. It's been almost 24 months since I last spoke to Pierre on episode 29. So for listeners who want to know more about the Hein Group, it's a great episode to catch up on. In the previous episode, we spoke about the genesis and the products that the Hein Group is manufacturing, but also why Made in Luxembourg is so important. On today's follow-up episode, Pierre and I review the last 18 months with all the various challenges that industrial companies faced, especially the rising costs and logistical challenges. At the end of this very interesting conversation, Pierre tells us about his future plans. But now, without further ado, my conversation with Pierre Tyne, director at the Hein Group. Pierre, welcome back to the Lux Unplugged podcast. Yes, hello, how are you? Very good, thank you very much. Um, it's been 18 months since our last conversation. How have you been? Yes, 18 months. Uh, normally it's uh, uh, quick, but this time it was a little bit more uh, difficult and longer uh, due to uh, the in, uh, intensity of uh, this 18 months. Eh? After very challenging months during this first COVID wave in 2020 and early 21. Yeah, uh, we now, uh, since then, uh, work quite well uh, with all these tough, very tough lessons learned in the past. Besides the fact that we did have uh, to struggle with high, high prices in raw materials and electronic components, uh, we very, uh, yeah, we were strongly boosting our turnover by about 25% uh, on 21, and uh, that was... Uh, a good surprise. Unfortunately, uh, this uh, Russian special operation, I would call it, uh, was not part of our business plan. So, so uh, since July this year, we do have to notice that due to this enormous energy crisis, bakers all over Europe are facing new challenges, which are more than critical. Eh? i give you an example. In Germany, a medium-sized bakery uh, with uh, three, four shops, with uh, w- which had an uh, an energy uh, bill of eight thousand euro a month, gas and electricity, is now facing seventy thousand uh, euro per month. So um, from our side, sales are dropping heavily since August, and uh, solution for this new challenge is not really yet found. Huh? Which is uh, yeah. Uh, another challenge after the two years of uh, COVID. One can nevertheless say that our innovation strategy starting 10 years ago, so as to build low energy consumption ovens, uh, strongly helped us in uh, 2021. And uh, we are as well very um, uh, proud to contribute to this uh, low energy consumption oven uh, to save our Beloved climate and um, slow down uh, slow down how the climate change. By the way, with all uh, our innovation regarding uh, different low energy techniques, Hein could in ten years' time uh, save up to 150 million of kilos of CO2, and that was a um, 
quite important figure and we are quite proud of that. Uh, so a little contribution of Made in Luxembourg ovens uh, for our beloved climate. I think, like you just said, uh, it's been very challenging uh, and probably very very challenging indeed as well for your for your customers that are, uh, as we discussed uh, in, in our first episode that we recorded, that are actually worldwide. So every client of yours is in a way impacted, um, not just from energy prices or increased energy prices, but also from the manufacturing and logistical challenges. Um, and with, with that in mind over the recent months, how have you navigated through these challenging times? Because you as a business are also impacted by increased cost and logistical challenges. Yes, indeed. That uh, is another um, big topic and um, which is uh, quite difficult to solve. But um, for many years, Heinz Management did have a, a production strategy based on a different model than uh, used by most of the big players, uh, uh, which um, have these uh, fashion topics like uh, just-in-time, uh, no stock Lots of external producing partners uh, at low costs and the low cost suppliers from all over the world uh, coming from even outer space, I think. So um, Hein, on the other hand, uh, has built up a strategy on total opposite strategy. Uh, we do, do produce uh, more than 80% of all parts of our oven uh, in-house. Therefore, we did already invest about 14 years ago uh, 10 million euro in our production uh, to automize all this and to be more uh, uh, quicker and um, cost-effective. Um, cost, um, and um, so we invested into high-quality production machines, all computerized, uh, so to produce in-house all these thousands of different uh, parts uh, from uh, our ovens. Huh? A great side effect of this strategy is the fact that in our innovation process uh, we can go very fast uh, and do not have to rely on these external suppliers which are coming from all over the world. So uh, on that side uh, we, we, we are very fast and uh, our innovation um, uh, speed is much higher than uh, most of the other companies. Huh? Furthermore, we did work with a stock policy which is very conservative and we do have a stock which allows us to produce and service. It's a very important issue as well to service the ovens for quite a long time even if we're not getting supplied. So this is totally different to all other big players which have this just-in-time stock policy. Regarding our external suppliers and partners, we do mainly choose companies which are close by, meaning around two, three hundred kilometers around Luxembourg. Therefore, the problems in logistics are much easier to handle. So uh, if the Suez Canal is blocked, we are not really affected, which is, again, one of those stories. There's a boat getting blocked in the Suez and then the whole world economy is falling apart. So very strange. We could not really understand. So we are very proud about our strategy regarding our production and our stock management. 
Furthermore, if you have all in-house, the quality control is much easier. And uh, therefore, um, yeah, um, our quality of our bakery ovens uh, can be kept quite high. Yeah? Um, to cut this uh, story short, uh, and we are very proud of it, in the two ye last years where everything from logistics uh, to, um, to pieces uh, not coming uh, to all the complete uh, world economy slowing down, um, we were able to deliver 98% of our sold oven in a promised uh, delivery period. Huh? Um, we are not magicians here in Luxembourg, but we're just a normal little family business with conservative production strategies. That's just easy. So um, we try to stick on that and um, uh, we then uh, try to find new solutions huh, for now the Russian-Ukrainian crisis. I think of all uh, what you're saying is that you as a business um, uh, are saying preparation is key and you are well prepared with all your different processes that you have in, have in place. Um, what will be interesting to know as well is if you can tell our listeners how you and the company have continued with you know, the ever-growing trend of uh, automation. Yes, uh, automation is an, another quite um, fancy topic for the moment. Huh? So um, we can divide it in two. Uh, once the automation uh, trend uh, uh, for our production, meaning here the production, uh, um, as I said before, uh, was modernized uh, uh, 14 years ago and we definitely did invest lots in uh, automatization. Uh, so as to uh, be more accurate and uh, cost-effective. On the other hand, we also, since uh, about 15 years, we did see that um, below, uh, beside the low energy trend uh, for bakery ovens and the automatization of uh, several processes in the bakery is as well uh, a uh, very important topic. Huh? Uh, meaning uh, uh, finding um, staff is a very difficult one, um, working at night even more difficult, and uh, working in front of a 250-degree oven uh, uh, is uh, tough. So um, automatization in front of uh, an oven uh, became a big challenge a long time ago, and we invested quite a lot into that and uh, bought 50% shares in a company in the Black Forest in Germany. And uh, uh, we are developing that sector quite um, quite heavily, and we are quite happy about uh, the the development of uh, the turnover. Uh, automatization is getting one of our big um, uh, big uh, files in our sales system. So uh, nowadays um, we are having an increase in. Uh, automatic uh, loader systems of about 15% uh, every year. Huh? So this is a quite nice and important uh, new uh, challenge. I see on a, on a regular basis, obviously, your LinkedIn activities and uh, see and I have seen that your ovens are implemented in various global locations, as we discussed uh, just before we, we, we recorded um, this podcast. Um, any recent projects that you can tell our listeners about? We did have uh, lots of new challenging projects all over Europe in the last uh, two years. Uh, one of um, my most challenging uh, was nevertheless here in Luxembourg. 
as uh, just uh, before Christmas, one of our bigger Luxembourg bakeries uh, did uh, burn down, uh, which was definitely a huge nightmare for this uh, one uh, just before Christmas, where most of the turnover is being done for a bakery. Yeah? So um, I did put in place an urgency program and we did succeed to deliver first oven uh, so as to get the bakery start again after um, more or less one and a half week. Uh, so we with overtime and uh, uh, lots of uh, energy from all our um, staff, we did succeed uh, to deliver the first oven uh, in one and a half weeks. Uh, in the second phase, we did, deli- did deliver two big 15-ton ovens, uh, uh, as well as three big uh, rack ovens in about uh, two and a half months' time after the fire. So um, the bakery was, uh, again, producing at 90% uh, just after three months. Uh, so uh, we were part of this uh, big adventure, and that was quite challenging and, uh, yeah, lots of uh, lessons learned as well uh, because, um, yeah, on uh, this kind of emergency situations, uh, um, yeah, is uh, something which cannot be planned and uh, the result was quite nice. On the other hand, we had an interesting challenge uh, as we did uh, sell uh, just before COVID uh, an oven to Australia, our first one, uh, which was then delivered uh, during the COVID time. And um, um, that was very difficult because delivering was, first of all, extremely challenging because the container has to be gassed with a special gas. And this could only be done uh, during uh, um, summertime or springtime where the temperature was guaranteed 18 degrees uh, below uh, to do this uh, special operation with gas. So we could only deliver in spring or after spring. And um, then uh, we could not get our technicians there. So we had to do the installation over digital medias uh, with uh, local technicians. Never did that before. Huh? So we had uh, people here, technicians here and technicians there. And over camera, they tried uh, to install that oven. Finally, it succeeded and all went well. But uh, that was also, again, a very challenging and new chapter in uh, installation of ovens. Eh? Quite funny is the fact that our first oven, uh, as said, uh, to Australia was delivered uh, to Tanunda, which um, I definitely did not knew, did not knew where Tanunda is. It's next to Adelaide, uh, uh, and uh, Google told me. And um, just about 200 meters from this bakery, there's my most famous wine cellar where I get most of my wines from so a very funny coincidence uh, that uh, our first oven is getting delivered just uh, next to my wine cellar which I prefer all over yeah that's uh, from our challenging uh, project over the last two years uh, there much much more to to, to come uh, but uh, that should be okay for now I think, uh, as you just mentioned, that you had the technicians over there, or that your client had the technicians over there, and you had them in Luxembourg. I, I, I can already imagine that you know it, it was challenging, uh, but probably also with a lot of laughter uh, during the installations, and probably a good glass of wine after completion on both sides of uh, of the Atlantic. Um, 
that that's that's probably what happened in uh, in in real life then i i assume in def- definitely it was uh, as i said an, an amazing adventure and uh Besides the fact that uh, many people were very nervous, also the technicians, they're not used to digital media, so uh, they were extremely nervous. But at the end of the day, the result was great. Everybody was happy. And definitely, I offered a quite nice bottle of wine to all these guys eh, from eh, Tanunda. Very good, very good. So, um, yeah, coming coming back then um, to Luxembourg um, as, a, as a hub uh, for innovation and for... Uh, uh, companies, the terms of labor shortages uh, still very much on the agenda. Um, do you still find it difficult to find younger talent to attract to your business, as you just mentioned, especially when it comes to night shifts? Yeah, um, this is always a very challenging issue. And I say in, in nowadays that um, um, this uh, young talents uh, and labor shortages uh, uh, is uh, the main topic uh, nowadays for um, for most of the companies. Huh? Uh, we had an advantage that due to uh, a training program uh, for younger people, uh, which we started about uh, 10 years ago, um, we did have uh, the big advantage to uh, train every year up to five new young talents. And uh, 75% of these uh, trained new people were finally uh, being taken over. So for production, um, we did not really uh, have this problem at the end of the day. And uh, we, until today, uh, could cover our needs with uh, these new uh, younger uh, talents which uh, were being trained here. Unfortunately, since a year, we do have uh, facing, we do face problems covering our new open labor posts also for going, as an example, going to um, foreign countries doing the installations. Uh, um, we don't find anybody uh, since uh, more than six months now, uh, even not in, uh, in Germany or in Belgium or in France. So this is quite tough for the moment. And uh, due to this high uh, sick leave uh, uh, linked to uh, this uh, previous crisis, um, the labor situation is somehow tense even here now in our company, which uh, until now didn't really know uh, this kind of problem. But uh, we are now working on new uh, strategies uh, and uh, new new ways uh, uh, so as to, to find solutions on that. For example, uh, solutions uh, uh, is to, um, to offer... 75 or 80 percent time jobs uh, not 100 percent we are very open for this kind of thing it's very fashion and uh, lots of uh, people are looking for more private time uh, leisure time and um, okay i sometimes prefer having somebody working 70 percent and uh, being 100 percent effective and motivated so you you've been with time now for 23 years um, so when you know, like your company and a lot of other companies are are finding it difficult with uh, uh, finding labor um, or labor shortages in general and an overall motivated people. Um, so what motivated you uh, day to day? You know, for twenty three years with the same company. Yeah, um, 
I always said when uh, I changed from my first job uh, to Hein, uh, this will be uh, also my last because uh, I took a huge responsibility at that time uh, um, for all the staff working here, motivated staff, uh, creative staff. And we did, we did uh, produce thousands and thousands of uh, fine bakery ovens, uh, machines being done, made in Luxembourg. And that was a, a big uh, challenge and that was a big motivation um, together with all the staff uh, producing all these millions of tons of ovens. Uh, uh, and ovens, bakery oven is something really nice because every day uh, when getting up, most of the population in Western Europe, at least, eh, they get up and they bite into croissant or into baguette coming out of, hopefully, out of a made-in-Luxembourg uh, bakery oven. So um, this is a big challenge and that was also, also a big motivation um, that you can really <clears throat> go ahead and produce something. Eh? Not only paper, because nowadays in our life, in our world, on our planet, too much is being dictated and too much is being um, not produced but only paper produced eh? too much laws eh? too much regulations and uh, building ovens eh? and building machines that's something eh? where you can see a final result eh? which is also then at the end of the end of the day extremely motivating and that what uh, was 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 keeping me up uh, for the last years and um I'm still uh, very proud that I did do this for 23 years. I think uh, for someone like me who's coming from a manufacturing background um, uh, in, in sales and providing services in contracting world rather than finan financial uh, services, I think it's, it's very important that uh, that is something that keeps going. Um, and it's always, especially on the manufacturing side, if you, man if you produce something, and you go into a shop somewhere and you can see your product that your team built, there's nothing better um, than, uh, than seeing a, a successful product globally like, like yours. Um, so just before we wrap up um, for, for obvious time reasons, what, what's next for, for Pierre Tyne? Yes, what's next? Uh, um, this um, I always said uh, uh, life must have different chapters. Huh? So uh, my, my hind chapter uh, now lasts for 23 years and um, uh, it's time to, uh, to close this chapter, not due to the fact that I'm not motivated anymore, but um, I always said already 25 years ago, I had a master plan and one of the master plans were uh, to have a farm in Africa uh, and the second master plan was uh, to stop normal uh, work at 55. So I'm 55. My farm in uh, Africa has been bought uh, 10 years ago. And that is now the next chapter. Uh, going uh, to Namibia and um, developing my nature conservation project uh, on our farm. So as to um, yeah do a contribution uh, to uh, nature conservation conservation of uh, of uh, animals and uh, yeah I'm looking forward and that will be quite challenging as well uh, but uh, also very relaxing and uh, it's important uh, you should know that uh, that in uh, in England uh, the weather is not always very fine and there's lots of fog and rain and whatever. In Namibia, 320 days per 
year you have blue skies and that is uh, also something uh, which will please me lots and will make my spirits go right i think with with that ending and with that chapter um i think um perhaps in 24 months um we can catch up once um and i think by that time our podcast will be uh with visual um um visuals as well so maybe we can catch up then and uh, see what happened uh, 24 months after and how life evolved in, in namibia yes with great pleasure and uh, as namibia is well developed uh, also the communication will be okay uh, so that will not be too difficult thank you very much looking forward thanks a lot uh. be well thanks for listening to the lux and podcast Please share this podcast with friends and family and leave us a review on iTunes. Also, please don't forget to visit our website, luxunplugged.com. And see you next time.